Barefoot, black top, soot on your soul Better not be seen around here anymore Get over there, keep on looking at you There ain't no telling what he's gonna do It's a hard, hard way to hit the ground Oh, dark man, I got you down well, you wanna drain the swamp, but it's a dirty job You said it's in the bank, but the bank got robbed Music there called Dark Matter. That's from a brand new record called Let the Pigs Fly. New music from Matt Cox, a local artist. He's got a new CD. It's coming out on June 11th. And with us in the studio today to talk about that is Matt Cox. Hey, how you doing, Rick? Good, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me again. Good. It's always it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. So you got a new record coming out. I do. And uh, big release party. When, let's get to the uh, nuts and bolts. Though. When is the release party so people know? Uh, the show is on June 11th down at Slowdown um, with a 
couple other good local acts, Midwest Dilemma, who's been around, you've probably heard them before, um, they've been around a while, and then a, a new kind of up-and-coming band called Little Rooms that I'm really excited to have on the bill as well, uh, with Kristen Taylor doing the, the songwriting in that band. Okay, and so I'm not, I know Justin Lamore, but tell, tell me a little bit about Kristen Taylor, if you would. Uh, well, if anyone's familiar with the band Ragged Company, that's kind of how I first heard her singing, was uh, accompanying that, that group, um, which is another band that I really enjoy in town here. But they so you're going to be down at the Slowdown on uh, June 11th, and that's an 8 p.m. show, but you've got a brand new record out. It's called, uh, what, Let the Pigs Fly. So I just have to ask, where does that come from? I mean, I know I know the colloquialism of... <laughs> sure, yeah, it's kind of the whole cliche, I guess, of believe it when I see the pigs fly. Uh well, it, it really started <laughs> just kind of a, a morning. I was on the road, and um, I was on very little sleep, and I was watching the sun come up in Oklahoma, somewhere, I think, just south of Oklahoma City. And uh, a bunch of great big pink clouds were going across the sky, and I was literally wrote in my notebook that I keep next to me when I'm driving, and just said, oh, the humanity, pigs are flying everywhere. Just kind of had a laugh about it to myself, and uh made it down to Texas where I was headed and first thing I did when I got there my cousin's place was um, plug in, plugged into his little Vibrochamp Fender amp that he's got the vibrato and sat there with his electric guitar and uh, that's the song that came out and I was sort of reflecting on just all the crazy stuff over the years that I've witnessed things that I never thought I would see happen in my lifetime good and bad some of them have been positive changes um, just thinking about you know, LGBTQ rights and uh, cannabis legalization in places. Sorry, I can't spit that one out on the radio. <laughs> I think I can say that. But um, as well as other, you know, horrific things that I've seen on the news and witnessed in my own life. So, yeah, I mean, uh, to be in society today, it's uh, there's a lot of challenges. Like, how do I navigate this? How do I do it in a way that doesn't offend other people? How do I not lose my humanity in the process? I mean, are you seeing that are you yeah. kind of feeling that as well yeah i'm trying to hang in there music helps you know having a creative <laughs> outlet is, is certainly um you know I'm, I'm lucky to well i've always felt that way i'm glad i've got that to kind of lean on a little bit and to express ideas i, I will also state that i was writing that song in the fall of 2019 okay <laughs> when so i was writing about oh my gosh you know i've seen everything now i can't believe all the <laughs> <laughs> that was the fall of 2019. I had not yet heard of COVID-19 or the name George Floyd or any no. of the things that took place last year. So it's uh, it, it's kind of crazy now when I listen to the song and think about it, about everything I was feeling then and how now after you know, the last year that's happened, the song just feels even more prevalent. Do, do you feel that uh, having the creative outlet of writing <laughs> lyrics allows you to, number one, explore it, but then number two is share that? your thoughts on it how does how do the well, lyrics fit <laughs> uh, well it helps if they rhyme <laughs> sometimes, but, but yeah I don't I certainly don't pretend to be an expert on any of these major social matters but just being able to express whatever it is you're feeling or whether it's isolation or frustration or you know sometimes I, I guess I'm thinking specifically still about this kind of song and that whole idea but sometimes the songs are just they can be 
funny or have little meaning too, and it's yeah. just an exp it's just an expression or just. Do you do the lyrics first and then put the music to it, or do you ever get the music and then go, okay, what's going to fit? Here? I, I've I've done it both ways. Certainly, I, I've had that question asked a lot, and I don't think I really have any set formula to this point. Okay. Yeah, I just sometimes there's a chord progression that comes along and some music I like, and then you know, I'll try to put lyrics to it. I don't know. Sometimes that can be maybe the more difficult of the two. If yeah. I if I have if I have words and lines coming into my head, I find that that's it's 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 there. It's happening for a reason, and I've just got to get the pen to paper okay. and let the ideas come out and the stream of consciousness writing kind of just happen. And then I find it's easier for me to put chord changes to a bunch of lyrics than it okay. is try to force lyrics onto some music after the fact. Or you know, it's so so when you're as opposed to the spontaneous song, <clears throat> when you're crafting a song. Mm -hmm. do you, do you, does it change a lot over time as you play it, and or, or does it just kind of show up and here it is? It can. It's. Uh, I've had a few that I've written that were just a few that were just done the day that I wrote them. You yeah. Know, the, just the the first and last verse and everything in between just kind of came together, and it just there wasn't really much question about what that song needed or how it was going to be. And yeah. Those are ones I feel I just kind of get lucky with, and other ones it's uh, maybe it's even in the genre that I am, where you know a lot of uh, blues and country and folk music. A lot of it has you know shares similar structure where you've got verse, verse, chorus, verse, verse, you know, bridge maybe, right. <laughs> and, uh, and another chorus, and you put a bow on it and call it done. Well, you can take those same verses a lot of times and and those choruses and yeah there's there's a thousand different ways you can play them and you can yeah. flip them around you can make it a train beat fast up tempo thing or do i want it to be a slow three well, four waltz or I, uh, I noticed uh dylan will take a song mm -hmm. and then when he performs it now you, you don't even recognize it until the <laughs> lyric line kicks in that <clears throat> frustrates me i i don't well, know it's hard to understand the words when you're singing like all like this but, uh, <laughs> but yeah whether you're doing them fast or slow or changing the groove uh, uh, part of the difference too is he's been playing those songs with how other how many different musicians over yep. the years and different yep. forms of a band and you don't necessarily want to take a whole new group of four guys and say I want you to play it just like the guys played it 20 years ago yeah, yeah. you know you want you're hiring new musicians and they have different things to bring to the sound and to the song then you kind of want to let the song evolve is at least how I've felt about it. So speaking of a body of work, how many albums do you have out now? Quite a few, I would uh, think. Oh, it depends, I guess, which ones. You, uh, studio records, I've done seven or eight, I think, okay. is where we're at. And I've done, I released a live one a couple of years ago, and I've done some home recordings now as well that I've, I've put out. So all in all, if you kind of you know, put them all together, there's somewhere over ten. But what? And then do you like... Who's keeping to? Who's counting? <laughs> Me? Obviously, I don't know. <laughs> but... But when we look at a guy like Springsteen, he's kind of got this, he does a studio thing, but then he records at home. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about it earlier, is uh, you have, this is not your first album this year. This is a, a second record. Yeah, I, I uh, spent a lot of time last year in lockdown at home, just trying to stay with the craft, and um, meaning just playing music. I've got some space at home to do some recording, and uh, pretty, you know, one mic yeah, set up and the computer, the USB mic, and just okay. luckily have some instruments laying around the house there. You know, I've got some drums that I've had since high school and, and some other things, so I was able to just uh, you know, go in and just start piecing some songs together. And some of them started just by voice memo recording on my phone, and then transferred those recordings to my computer and just started at you know adding to the voice memos. I mean, it's pretty primitive <laughs> recording but, stuff, but but when we think about it, I, I have to imagine in the genre and and. Just for clarity, uh, what genre would you just say you're in? I mean, are you in one? 
Uh, what do you? I, I, I don't, you know, it's country a, folk Americana. Yeah, it's, it's that's all fair to say. Country okay. folk Americana. Because all that blues. music began. Uh, that was pretty. That was front porch music, mm-hmm. and it was nothing fancy mm-hmm. about it. And and so I would think the rawer, the better. I know. I, I don't know why I feel I have to go into a big fancy studio and record all these, <laughs> you know, big, you? big elaborate setups. But, but it's a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be fun, yeah, man. Yeah. It's the music industry for Pete's sake. Yeah, thing. yeah. There is something to be said uh, said for those old field recordings too, though. I mean, I honestly, if you ask what I listen to a lot of, it's not that you did, but I, I love all those old recordings. Yeah. I, I, really actually am drawn to the early primitive stuff very much so so do, do you have a favorite in there or uh as far as old time stuff yeah uh carter family i lo- love to listen to the carter family okay. a lot of carter family and uh the mississippi sheiks okay are up there love, so that's kind of bluesy right though the sheiks yeah, blues yeah what's folk blues all that stuff kind of i feel like intertwined back then you know the deeper south you get in the delta the more blues driven it goes but when you have all that stuff happening in appalachia yeah. There's a kind so, of a gray area there. So, so you're from the deep Iowa south yep. of Shenandoah. <laughs> yeah. But how does, uh, so I get it, but I want to kind of explore it a little bit, is is why do you think that southern Appalachian blues <clears throat> folk mm-hmm. appeals to you? I mean, is there... You know, I, I guess that's, that's a good... I grew up in, a, I will call it, call it a rural town. I mean, in, in Shenandoah, there's about 5,000 people. It's not real small. My wife would say it's not, you know, nowhere near as small as where she grew up, but uh, surrounded by miles and miles of cornfields and, you sure. know, country. It was a railroad town and it's got a history of music itself. And a great history, by so, the way. And KMA. So you got KMA. Yeah, old, old, old radio town. So yeah. I don't know if that plays into it some, but I just, I've always been drawn to the old sound and stuff. And it, that goes the same with movies, too. It's not even not even just music. I don't know what it is about. There's a nostalgia of Yeah, yeah it yeah, is. Yeah. So like how does me, that... I was born in the wrong decade, maybe. I <laughs> we all were. No man. question about that, I guess. But uh, how does it, uh, uh, the instrumentation then, how do you reflect that love of historic music? Do you, and, and I'm no expert on your body of work, but there seem to be a lot of uh, ver- variety in the instrumentation. Uh, sure, there's standard, you know, you got your bass and drums and guitars and electric guitars with some of the stuff we're doing now but um but i i also like to incorporate you know stringed instruments like mandolin and banjo and some of the so I, i'm not quite there yet with the fiddle unfortunately <laughs> but maybe someday you'll now, get to hear some <laughs> now is that because you hear that when you're arranging it or do you just like oh i just feel like a fiddle or a mandolin on yeah I, I'm, I'm hearing those parts in my head okay. a lot of the times i mean so are you i would even say sometimes there's a I have to question whether or not I'm going to play something on the banjo or if it's even going to be a guitar song. And nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh, I've got to strum it on the guitar, otherwise I'm just going to, it's going to sound terrible. <laughs> okay, all right. So you're more comfortable on the guitar, right? Yeah, on, yeah. You yeah. ride on the guitar? It's a little easier on the ears for everybody, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're in the studio. We have Matt Cox with us today. He's got a brand new record coming out. It's called Let the Pigs Fly, and the release date on that is June 11th. And that'll be a release party down at the Slowdown downtown on 14th Street at uh, 8 p.m. I think it's on 14th. Everybody knows where the Slowdown is, but we'll put the information on the Pacific Street Blues Facebook page. But uh, so let's talk a little bit about the title track on the album. We we have already, but so let's kind of change a little bit. Are you when I look at America today and society today, it's confusing and frustrating. Are you That's feeling that way? <laughs> Are we all feeling well, that? Well, it all makes total sense to me, Rick. Yeah, 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 it's perfect, right? It just lines up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's nuts. Every day, is, it's 
chaos, and I, I was actually, I don't know for what reason exactly, but was just reviewing the list of mass shootings and things of that nature just recently, I guess after since San Jose yeah. yesterday morning happened, and, and it's just mind-boggling. And, and looking at, if you look back going into, say, the 90s, just to see how much it's escalated in the last... 10 years even, it's frightening, disturbing, however you want to label it, and that's just one, I mean, that's just gun violence. Um, But, you know, racism, sexism, homophobia, I mean, all that stuff, it's it's all seems to be kind of boiling over. Uh, It's, you know, crazy time to be alive. It's, you try to hopefully be on the right side of history, I guess. So let's hear it, it's a track, it's a title track from the new record, it's called Let the Pigs Fly, right here on Pacific Street Blues and Americana. Tell me, are you really there? 
You're listening to a special interview with Matt Cox regarding the release of his new album, Let the Pigs Fly. This will be heard on Sunday, June 6th on Pacific Street Blues 89.7 FM in the Omaha, Nebraska market. If you enjoy this show, you may enjoy some of our other shows, which can be found on the podcast, kiwrblues.podomatic.com. If you enjoy the show, please tell somebody. In the meantime, let's get back to our interview with Matt and his new record. It's been so long since we've been together I can't recall if it ever felt this way 
Music there from the brand new record from Matt Cox. It's a new album. It's called Let the Pigs Fly, and that was the track called Good with Faces. Now, Cox is going to have an album release party on uh, June 11th down at the Slowdown at 8 p.m., and with him on that bill will be Midwest Dilemma and a new band, or relatively new band, called Little Rooms. So, Matt, just before the break, we were talking about uh, society in general, and, and so kind of the question I wanted to ask you is music the appropriate venue to discuss social issues? I mean, sure, it's as appropriate place as any other, I suppose. Um, if you're a songwriter and you've got something to say, and if it's all building up inside you, I think that's how a lot of uh, us, you know, kind of express ourselves and what we're feeling, and whether it's appropriate or not, I guess, you know, <laughs> the, this day and age, no matter what you say, someone's going to have an opinion about it, whether it's positive or negative, and I guess you can either kind of turn a blind eye to things and try to just turn turn, turn yeah, the yeah. other way and kind of you not focus on these things. And that, that's fine, too. You know, if you just... People need happiness and joy and songs about... Love. Love and all, you know, yeah, all yeah. those things. Like, certainly, there's... I think people are free to write and express themselves however they want. So uh, it's appropriate if you feel the need to. And if you don't, I think that's fine, too. So, so when you're up and, and you're doing a live show, do you feel that people... Are paying attention to the lyrical content? How? What are they responding no. to? Okay, okay. Cause, cause Not typically. I gotta sure. say, the older I get, the harder it is to follow lyrics. I just can't yeah. hear it anymore. Yeah. You know, and and so that kind of bugs me. But what when you're doing a live show, what as a performer, you have to be looking at the audience for a response. And and so what are they responding to? What are the emotions oh. you think they're going through? <laughs> Uh, I understand that's a big they're having question. a good time. <laughs> I'm sure they're probably feeling whatever drink it is they have in their hand. And uh, <laughs> no, hopefully the music's. Um, hopefully they're connecting with the music, and whether it's the lyrics they're connecting to, or the you know the, the groove, or, or or whatever I mean, or just the mood, the attitude of the song. Um, I mean, for me, that's live music's all about. It's the energy in the room and the people yeah. around you, and and all of it, and. Even for a person like myself, who you know, I, I love hearing a good songwriter perform, but it all kind of comes down to the club and the venue you're hearing them in. I mean, hearing lyrics can be challenging in yeah. a live setting, no matter what you know what kind of music you're listening to. So, so you're pretty serious when you approach your live set, though. I'll start with this song and see where it goes, or is it all planned out? Are you trying to move the audience towards an emotional response? Uh, I've done. It kind of depends on the set, I guess, and the length of the set. I've, you know, we do. <laughs> this is funny. I mean, everything I'm talking about now, we have played very few shows in the last year. Yeah, so fair enough. Uh, the last couple that we have played, I have curated the set a little more and, and thought okay. it through a little more, just because I simply have the time to do so. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, fair you know, I've got a lot of time to think about what are we going to do next. Um, that isn't always the case and hasn't been in the past, especially if we're playing longer nights or two sets or this and that. A lot of times it's, uh, well, it's, I'll know what we're going to start with and maybe a couple songs we're going to close with and then we'll just see what happens in the middle. Okay. It, it helps when you've got a, a catalog to pull from, you know, and we, we pretty much try to lean on all of our originals that we can. Um, well, I noticed my buddy Craig Balderston is in the band. Who else is in the band? He is. Uh, Craig's, I tried to get him to come today, but he, he couldn't be with us today. But, uh, we got Jaron Storm playing playing drums with us. Jaron's a great drummer and also uh, vocalist. So Craig and Jaron are adding a lot of great great harmony parts. It's okay. been a lot of fun. That's uh, one of the bigger differences between this lineup I have now and that I've had in the past is 
the backup parts. Um, I've got Colin Duckworth playing pedal steel and okay. electric guitar. He's been playing with me now for a long time, going back to the Nishinabotna record I did in 2014. Because um, I remember having you in the studio for that yeah, record. Yeah. Wow, that's been a while. A long time ago. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, uh, we just recently have added uh, Kevin Lloyd, who some of you might know. He's been he's played with all sorts of acts around town for for years now. And, um, he's doing piano and organ as well as accordion, which has been a lot of fun. Great addition. So the the accordion gives a completely different texture to yeah. the sound. Yeah. It's it's so cool when there's a, I was going to say earlier a banjo in the background or an accordion in the background. It just adds that kind of like what is that? Yeah, it, it it gives it something different, I guess. And we a lot of times refer to it as color. You know, when yeah, we're in the studio, you want to give add, add a little color here and there, something I guess. What that means is just something fun beyond just your basic rhythm section. So I noticed uh, playing together, you've been playing with, uh, by you one time at uh, Blues in the Market with Dustin Arbuckle, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so so he's kind of, he's not a national figure, but he's a, definitely a, a regional figure. Well, he's done a lot of national things in the past with his, uh, he used to play with the duo uh, Moreland and Arbuckle, and, and those guys you know, were signed to a couple different big labels. And yeah, Alligator for a while, I know. Yeah, Fat Possum, and that yeah. but... They did some other things internationally as well, um, but yeah, now he's doing. Gosh, he's a number of different things. Um, he's got his. Uh, I'm going blank now. Well, he's got Dustin Arbuckle and the Damnations. That's kind of his more blues rock kind of driven okay. band. And then the Haymakers are a, more of a string band, bluegrass thing out of, out of Wichita too. And then he's also been getting some recognition for the duo with Matt Woods, who's out of oh, Iowa. Iowa yeah, Des Moines. Yeah, they've been gaining some ground just doing their. So he's playing with Matt Woods then? Mm -hmm. Okay. And and how did you uh, meet Dustin? How did that come about? We met at Winfield Bluegrass Festival in, uh, I think, 2004. Okay. <laughs> so many years ago, he and Aaron both were were down there, just through mutual friends. We were all kind of sharing a couple campsites okay. at the festival that weekend. And, and yeah, we've just been buds ever since. And I, I get down to Wichita quite a bit, and he's always seems like on the road and comes up through here quite a bit. So do you get a chance, do you think there's an opportunity to maybe expand outside of the Midwest area with that connection? or? Oh, hard to say. Uh, you know, like I try to get down to Texas a couple times a year, or at least I was, you know, again, yeah, before yeah. last year. Yeah. We had a couple, had a tour there last year uh, that was put on hold. So, you know, beyond, out, of, out of this region, I mean, that's something I try to do somewhat regular, but that's just it when you're trying to go... I mean, I've been to both coasts and, and played, and it's great. And it's a great experience. Anyone who's considering getting out on the road, I, I think it is a vital part of also just spreading your music around. And if you're, you know, if you're paying to make merch, you have to sell it ideally yeah, somehow and beyond your own little regional market is important. But but it's important to go back to those places too. So you also don't want to spread yourself so far out there that well, I went to California and played, but if I'm not going to ever go back yeah, yeah, yeah if you're never going to be back there again or it's going to be 10 years you got to just pick and choose your battles i think it's smart to just grow from your center spot and just expand you know regionally and keep working your way out okay. so it makes sense or whatever makes sense for you <laughs> you know there's a, there's a lot of different formulas that work for people well, so. well i know you're you're kind of spreading a wider circle than chris logger is mm -hmm. and hector Anchando is sure. so it's kind of nice to see people that you know and you get yeah. to see play josh uh, Hoyer. Josh Hoyer, yeah, Josh, yeah. So uh, with me in the studio today is Matt Cox. He's got a brand new record out. It's called Let the Pigs Fly. 
and there will be a CD release party on June 11th down at the Slowdown. That, music, that show begins at 8 p.m. and includes uh, two other bands, Midwest Dilemma, Justin Lamore, and then Little Rooms with Kristen Taylor. Thematically, I notice you're kind of a mountain guy. You like the mountains. <laughs> I do love the mountains. Yeah. yeah. What What is it about the mountains and music that I would think, I, I don't know, I'm just thinking John Denver, but I don't really hear John Denver in you. Thank God I'm a country boy. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if what the hell if there's a connection there. I've loved both things equally my whole life. I would say. Yeah. I don't know. We trying to think the first time we visited the Rockies. I was probably ten or eleven, I think, or something like that. Went on a whitewater rafting trip. You know, very lucky to have that experience when I was younger. And had a, had a couple different trips out there with my mom and dad when I was growing up. And I don't know. Just always. Well, I I remember a photo on your uh, social media outlet of proposing to your wife. In the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, that's, that's true. That happened in Keystone, Colorado, up in Summit County. We were okay. lucky enough to have, they've got photographers up there all the time taking pictures of people on the ski lifts and things like that. So It was cool I, and renewal <laughs> when people get engaged in marriage. We had a lot of comments on it. I don't know. I think, I think we won the internet that day. <laughs> you <laughs> were the guy. Okay. <laughs> Well, again, uh, talking to Matt Cox, and the brand new release is coming out. It's June 11th, and it's down at the Slowdown at 8 p.m. And so kind of uh, ending our conversation today, Polly Wally Doodle. Mm-hmm. Did I even say that right? I think you got it right. I've yeah. sung it a million times yeah. as a kid. but So <laughs> so tell, how does this come about? You're, you're delving into, what, the American Songbook? Yeah, we, I, I was um, doing exactly that, actually. We were in lockdown last summer in spring I guess and uh, my daughter Lauren and I were we decided to start a project and uh, recorded a bunch of old-time folk songs okay and that was another thing I you can find that online too if you look it up on Spotify or Apple or any of those there's an album called it's a very monkey summer okay I didn't and, know about uh, that <laughs> and, and uh, it's just her and I having fun in my little basement studio doing old-time traditional folk songs and that was one that I came across. We didn't record that one together, but when I was considering that one, I was just, this is such a fun tune. I could hear this with the, you know, it's got the Louisiana chorus. And I was like, this would be a cool song to give some, you know, Louisiana flair and accordion and make it kind of a Zydeco feeling thing. It just needs some updated lyrics. So I took the liberties to, uh, I think it addresses everything from uh, border crisis you know at the mexican border um gun control laws uh, trans rights racial profiling health care <laughs> i tried to sort of just squeeze it all in there you've got a lot to say then <laughs> i mean you're yeah at the same time it's a, it's a real fun tune it's just a, it's just a <laughs> lot of fun somehow i don't know it's not really making light of them but it's <laughs> just, it's just a different take of on the on the song I went to the border, but I couldn't get a crowd. Polly while I do it all day. Well, the man behind the gate said I just have to wait. Polly while I do it all day. So I went to the doctor, but I couldn't pay my bills. Polly while I do it all day. I told the doctor that I'd rather die than go to jail.
to see my Susie in a pile while I doodle all day. Fairly well, fairly well, fairly well, my fairy fair. I'm going to Louisiana for to see my Susie in a pile while I doodle all day.